enjoy prepping for the weekend on Thursday. I don't know about you, but I have a little suggestion for you. If you're going to stop off at the store and you need a dessert for the weekend, pick up a Mrs. Smith's cherry pie. I love this pie. I love any kind of tart fruit pie that's a little tangy and then pair it with a big scoop of vanilla ice cream. But Mrs. Smith's pie has been around since 1919. There are no artificial sweeteners, no artificial flavors or dyes, no high fructose corn syrup, no preservatives. And guess what? It's made with real butter, which I love, and ripe, real ripe cherries. So this is my suggestion for you. We have already dug into the, one of these this week and enjoyed it thoroughly. All right, welcome back to Life Coach BFF show. This is episode number 39. I'm your BFF, Heather, and I am here to help you pivot in life. If you're ready to pivot, I am here for you because I am pivoting as fast and as hard as I can as well. I love a challenge and I believe that everyone we meet knows something that we don't know and we can learn from each other and grow together. How about that? So if you're ready to pivot, I want you to throw your hands up in the air. I don't care where you are. I've got my hands up in the air. And if you can't yell Y-E-S, mouth Y-E-S, because we are in this together. And along, we are joining up with, along with some amazing women who are making it happen and are willing to share with us on some of our episodes. So I'm, I can't wait to get started. Today, we are going to talk first about our question from a listener. And Janet, you are in Queens, New York. You are my first question from Queens, New York. I wish that you would have called in. I would love to hear your accent because I, I love a Queens accent. I wish I could just say it the way I think that you would say it, but I would, I would mess it all up. So anyway, okay. Here we go. Hello, Heather. You mentioned that you homeschooled, but I've also heard you discuss your LPs in their school. Which is it? Okay, I can see why you might be a little confused about that. Also, do you consider yourself to be politically correct when you speak? Janet, I don't know. Am I politically correct? I have no idea. Let me think about that one for a second. I'm going to answer about homeschool because... Yes, I did homeschool at one time. We homeschooled our older two children. We have four children that we call our LPs, our little preciouses. And our LP1 is 24 and has graduated college. Our LP2 is currently in college and she's 20. And then we have a son who is 12 and another son who is 10. The two younger go to, to school the oldest daughter homeschooled all the way through, but we supplemented, I'm trying to think back, we supplemented with a classical program, and she also went to community college her senior year of high school, so we did get some help with tutors. It wasn't all me. That's my whole point. I did not do all of this teaching, and then the second daughter went to a classical program from the third grade on, grade on a couple of days a week, 
and then started school full-time in the eighth grade. My oldest son, this is kind of funny, he (laughs) is now ill because he is not being homeschooled. And he says that I have wrecked his opportunity for a career in the NBA as a professional basketball player, because he has listed several who homeschooled until high school. And he feels that that's why they're, they're so great at basketball. And of course, I'm getting blamed that there's no career as of now for him in the NBA. So anyway, I knew you'd appreciate that. It's kind of funny to me that (laughs) that's why he would want to homeschool, but both boys at different times have asked to homeschool. I believe in homeschooling. I love homeschooling, but for me, it's like a pregnancy. I'm glad I did it, but I don't want to do it again. And if I did homeschool the boys, I mean, I would be homeschooling for like 30 years of my life. I mean, it would just be I don't know. It just, this, the school where we live now, we moved and it's the perfect fit for them. It meets their every need. And so for now they are going to school, but if you homeschool, I support you. Like I said, I believe in it. I cherish the memories and the time that I got to spend with the older two. I mean, we read novels together. We baked thunder cakes and we dissected a cow's eyeball on the kitchen counter. I mean, we just, it was a good time. We did a lot of great things and they had opportunities that they would not have had otherwise. So I'm thankful for those years as well, but I'm very thankful for the boys teachers. So I'm just want to say that right now. School. Oh, this is so funny. So earlier in the week, I thought about you because I had one that needed to go to the orthodontist. And when I told him before school that he was not going to get dropped off, that when his brother did, he was going straight to the orthodontist and then would return to school after, he was not thrilled. Let's just put it that way. So (laughs) we left that morning for school. I dropped the first one off at his entrance. And I always say three things when I drop them off at school. I always say, number one, be your best self. Number two, I love you very much. And number three, Jesus loves you even more. So when I say that at the first drop off, the youngest nine times out of 10 will say, I love you too, mom. When I get to the second drop off, funny because I don't always get that now that we're in middle school you know how middle school is and they look around to see who's who can hear is within earshot and so I don't always get that so now what I've added to that drop off if I don't get anything in return is I say I love you too mom you're the best and a lot of times he will smile and then he'll say I love you too mom which is so sweet and warms my heart but that did not happen on this particular day because what did happen is when I passed his drop off, I did not stop and let him out of the car like he wanted me to. I said, we're, we're going to keep this orthodontist appointment and we're going to get this done. We're going to get it over with. So I continued to drive. Well, at that point, <laughs> my sweet little precious, adorable, handsome baby turned his back on me in the car. He was in the passenger side. He completely rotated his upper torso 
moved his knees facing the door and his face looking directly out the passenger window. So all I could see was the back of his head and his back. And at first, this is the first time he's ever done anything like that. But I had to say to myself, you will not get your feelings hurt. This is completely normal. He is at that age where he does this. You have been down this rodeo twice before. So, you know, just get ready, saddle up, get ready to giddy up because here we are again with this 12, 13, 14 age group. And it's, I mean, you're, you're a mom or a grandmother, or maybe you've been, well, you've definitely been 12, 13 or 14 if you're listening to this. So you remember this, you remember the attitude, you remember the whole thing. And I told myself, no, I'm not going to get upset. And he knows that I love him no matter what, if I'm taking him to the orthodontist and he doesn't want to go, that doesn't mean that I don't love him. It's something that we need to do. But still, whenever your child turns their back on you, literally, literally or figuratively, it hurts. It just hurts. So after a few minutes, I said, are we going to ride the whole way to the orthodontist? Because we had about a 25 minute drive. Are we going to ride the whole way with your back turned towards me? And he said, well, I didn't want to go. Why are you making me go? And so I explained to him why we're doing this and his teeth and yada, yada, yada. And the jaw needs to come out and come forward. And so we went through that whole deal and why it was for his own good. And then I realized he started asking me if he could just stay home the rest of the day. Mom, I don't want to go back to school. Can I just stay home? And I can go online for the rest of the day if they'll let me. And I just said, no, you're going to miss your friends. You'll miss out on so much if you do that. Well, then throughout through the conversation, I came to realize that he did not want to have to go back to class and enter the classroom while the teacher is instructing and all the attention be drawn on him. He didn't say that, but that's what I finally figured out that that's where we were. But my mind, this is where my mind went with this whole thing. So he turned and he was looking straight ahead. He was still not as friendly as I would have liked for him to have been. Because in my mind, you know, we can ride along together. We can sing together. We can spend this time. We can have this great conversation. But I'm not getting getting anything in return. You've been there. I'm not going to pretend like I'm this Pinterest perfect mom. You're not going to hear this from a lot of people, but I have promised you real conversation. So here we go. So he is not offering anything. He's not throwing me a bone. He's not smiling. There's nothing. And all of a sudden it hit me. And I thought, you know, I tell them every day, I love you very much. Jesus loves you even more. And I thought, you know, how does God feel as much as he loves me, because, oh my goodness, I love my babies, my four babies more than life itself. I mean, I would do anything for my babies, just like you would, or you will, if you can't relate now, you will be able to relate. And I thought, you know, if I'm feeling sad and frustrated, how does God feel when my back is turned away, turned towards him? How does he feel? Because 
I mean, he loves us no matter what. He's like a parent. He's providing everything, just like we provide everything for our children. We try to meet every need that they have. He loves us like we love our, I mean, he loves us more than we love our children, which is hard to fathom. But I did, I thought, you know, how does he feel when I, when we do that? Because we, we will get our own thing going. We're into our friends. We're planning a party. We're thinking about some, some are thinking about the television show that's coming on that night. We're into social media. I mean, we're doing all kinds of things. The other day I was riding along thinking about how I wanted to decorate for Christmas and we are nowhere near Christmas. And I'm thinking about this. So I can only imagine how he feels and think about the times that we're doing things that we shouldn't be doing. We're saying things that we shouldn't be saying. Oh my goodness, he's just sitting there. He is looking at our back and the back of our heads and he's thinking, when are you going to turn around? When are you going to do it? And he's probably looking at me thinking, Heather, when are you going to be quiet? Because you are running your mouth all the time when am I going to have a turn? That is exactly what he's probably thinking. So I started when I got home. I mean, it was really heavy on my heart because, oh my goodness, he's our heavenly father. And the thought of just, I mean, I should be facing him, chin up, eyes straight ahead, looking towards him at all times. And I went to my Bible and it, took me straight to Romans 5, 8, which says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this while we were still sinners. Wow. So even, I mean, like I said, even when our back is turned and he, he's trying to get our attention and we're sometimes making choices or doing things that we shouldn't be doing, he is still there and loving us. And so I am going to make a conscious effort when I go walking or when I'm doing different things during the day or just first thing in the morning to guard that time and have quiet time and just try to shut my big fat mouth so I can hear what he is trying to tell me. It just, I think it just takes that quiet, those quiet moments. I don't know about you, but a lot of times I can hear things when I'm in, not literally hear things, but all these thoughts and that I believe our thoughts come from God will come to me while I'm in the shower. So where are you when all these ideas and thoughts come to you? I'd love to know where you are when God speaks to you and what your thoughts are on this. So I'm going to leave you with this today. And I just want to say that I love you and Jesus loves you even more And I can't wait to be with you again soon. Y'all have a great day. Hi, BFFs. Our families would like to thank all of our sponsors, as well as you, our friends, for supporting this podcast. We are grateful for Petty Dental of Bartlett for funding this episode. Mm